If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Frank Schwab will join the program in 30 minutes. He'll give us some Masters picks and his baseball futures, as well as we'll talk about a little bit of the NBA Eastern Conference playoffs and how they're shaping up. Amal, big week for you. Coach K gets sent out by his rival on Saturday, never to be heard from again, other than to criticize Mark Williams. And now, ding dong, the LeBron is dead. Lakers officially out in the West. Oh, it was great. I was watching the end of the game last night, sweating out the total. I, I thought the Lakers and the Suns were trying to get over 233 and a half on my in-game number there. Phoenix Mike is up by about $3 million. They take a shot with the shot clock off, which shocked me. And then, luckily, the Suns decided to defend so vociferously on the final play like they were up by two. So... Barely got did the there, Lakers get a shot off as well at the end? They did not. Austin oh. Austin Reeves went full Magic Johnson circa uh, Boston Garden and ran the clock out. So I was fortunate there. Uh, but it wasn't one of those you know, Ch- uh, Chandler Parsons type of running the clock out. But I'll tell you what, man. How can LeBron James and Rich Paul, who constructed this team, sit there and show their faces anywhere? This is an absolute garbage of a team. 32 games behind the Suns in the standings. Don't make the playoffs. How do you not make the playoffs? Silver has tried to put everybody in the playoffs. It was 16 to 1 preseason for them, the no on the playoffs for the Lakers. I, I couldn't take that bet under any circumstance. There's no way I thought this team would miss the playoffs. AD only played in, I think, now 40 out of 79 games. Um, obviously, LeBron missed some games down the stretch, had a great year, but still, I, I tell you, the biggest problem was acquiring Russell Westbrook. I was looking, Mike, he's going to be the highest paid player in the NBA next year, $47 million. Who the hell is going to eat that contract? I wouldn't pay him 47000 
I'm going to tell you right now, I've said this many times, if it was Artie Moreno, I would have put a hit on an Albert Pujols. I'd be looking to hit Russell Westbrook and tell him to take a walk. I think there's less malice, though, with Albert Pujols. Uh, <laughs> Frank Vogel will not be back. Uh, God, God bless Frank Vogel. <laughs> One of my favorite coaches to cover. Such a nice guy. Great defensive coach. He deserves out of that absolute horror show. You think he'll get picked up quickly? I do. I, here's the thing, Mike. He's going to get paid by the Lakers. Does he want to go back and coach? Does he wait for a better situation? I think he's very well respected amongst general managers and people in the league in terms of making decisions for coaches. LeBron wins a title in that COVID bubble yeah. in Orlando with yeah. the Lakers, but did his time in L.A. hurt his legacy? Well, I think not making the playoffs hurts drastically, right? You've got five Hall of Famers on the team. By the way, Dwight Howard should have been on the All-NBA 75 team. You've got, what, Russell Westbrook, uh, Anthony Davis himself, Carmelo Anthony, four guys that are on the 75 team, and Dwight Howard, who should have been on there. I mean, to not make the playoffs, it's really catastrophic. Mike, when you look at their salary cap issues next year, A.D., LeBron, and Russ are somewhere around $120 million. They've got Kendrick Nunn under contract for next year. Uh, th this team is going to be in some serious trouble. They're going to have a lot of guys playing for league minimums. Everything went according to Hoyle last night pretty much in the East. We know the 10 teams from the Eastern Conference that will be in the playoffs. We also know the six that are already in the bracket and the four that will be in the play-in. Cavs currently the seventh seed, 43-37. and 37. Nets, eighth at 41-38. and 38. Hawks, ninth at 41-38. and 38. And the Hornets, tenth at 40-39. and 39. Do you think the Nets can finish the season 3-0 and and get a little help to get the seventh seed instead of the eighth seed? Uh, you know, that would be big if you're, if you're uh, Brooklyn here, but I, I don't know. It, you know, they got an opportunity tonight. They take on uh, the New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. I think this is an the game that they should be able to win. I, I can't figure out this Brooklyn team. There are times when they start to look like they're trending in the right direction. Then all of a sudden they take a step back. Uh, really not sure what to make of them. I will say this. Historically, when you look at seedings in the NBA, it really matters where you are. That Houston Rockets team, I think the second champion in 95 was the one that was a sixth seed and was able to come through the West. But it's going to matter. You have a challenge here. You look at Miami, Boston, uh, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Mike, those are no easy outs. Factor in the way Toronto's played the Bulls. I have to tell you, it's been a long time since one through six has been this good, in my opinion, in terms of the Eastern Conference of the uh, NBA. And I, I think any one of these teams is capable of reaching the conference finals. Let's take a look at the odds uh, to come out of the East. Across the board, uh, Bucks are favored anywhere from plus 224 here at Circa to plus 250 at Bet Rivers and South Point. Nets, Nets still in the play-in and your second choice, ranging from plus $3 uh, at South Point up to plus 360 here at Circa. Celtics are your third choice, ranging from plus $3 at South Point up to plus 450 at Bet Rivers. Heat, your fourth choice, even though they're going to be the one seed likely, uh, you can get them up to 6-1 to one here at Circa. What's the best betting option right now in this tightly bunched East at the top? Well, I think Boston is probably the best because of the odds. But I still think Milwaukee's the team you have to unseat. I, I like them. I love Giannis in the postseason. You know, I was going back and looking over. Giannis is going to make a you know, first-team All-NBA again. That'll be six consecutive years he's been first or second team, Mike. This team is dangerous, they're experienced, and I believe sometimes once you've gotten through the challenge of winning the title like they did and gotten Giannis, that monkey, off his back, I think the pressure alleviates a little bit. I know they're back-to-back, -back potential to go back-to-back, -back, but people are not talking about that. They're probably the most unheralded back-to-back uh, -back opportunity champion that's out there in a while. 
I want to talk about two versus three seed. You got three teams at 49 and 30. Right now it breaks down with tiebreaker Celtics, Bucks, 76. Or Celtics have three games on the road. Bucks have two at home. The road game is at Detroit, uh, including playing Boston. And uh, 76ers at Toronto, then home to Indianapolis and Detroit. Would you rather have in the East the two seed and possibly have to play the Nets in the first round but have the home court against the three in the second round or have the three seed and get the Bulls in the first round and then have to go on the road in the second round against the two seed? Outstanding question. And, boy, I'm going to go with having the home court because I think it's vitally important. And remember we saw that series with Boston and Milwaukee that went seven games, and I think everybody was winning on their home floor. Um, I think if you were Milwaukee, wouldn't you rather be at home for a game seven than have to go to Boston, assuming it all plays out according to what the seedings are? I think it's vitally important. It's going to be tough to beat Milwaukee there at Fiserv. All right, tonight, uh, let's take a look at a couple of matchups in the East. You mentioned Nets take on the Knicks on the road, but uh, at Madison Square Garden, Nets lane five tonight, I'm all total 229 and a half. You know, I was really tempted to take Brooklyn here in this spot. Um, Remember last two t- uh, these two teams played back on March 13th, mm-hmm. a tight win by Brooklyn 110-107 uh, in that one. But this is an important game for Brooklyn. What are the Knicks really playing for? It's, uh, you could sit there and say it's a rival, it's in the city, et cetera. But still, once that jump ball goes up, and if you're not really in the game after about 10, 15 minutes, it seems like the effort dissipates from teams that are out of contention. You saw it over the weekend with Portland had an 11-point lead against uh, San Antonio. They lose, including they don't cover the number. Uh, I thought Charlotte would be more competitive against Miami last night. How about this one? Give Charlotte credit. Back-to-back 144 spots they give up. Unbelievable. So I I would lean towards Brooklyn here. Uh, I have one other game in the East I want to talk about. Celtics are in Chicago tonight to take on the Bulls. Bucks trampled the Bulls last night. The C's a seven-point favorite at the United Center. Total 221, Amal. Yeah, too many game-time decisions in this one before you get involved in this one. I understand this is like the old New England Patriots where you list everybody on the roster on the injured list so you don't get fined. But, you know, technically speaking, Brown, uh, Tatum, and Horford are all game-time decisions. We know Williams is out. And I think Williams being out is going to have an impact on Boston in the early part of the playoffs. We'll see how well they adjust on that one. Caruso game time decision Levine same thing uh so for me just a complete stay away spot here all right let's go to the west Suns are your one Grizzlies are your two Warriors are your three Mavericks making up ground though only a game behind the Warriors now Mavs at Detroit host Portland and San Antonio Warriors have the Lakers at home at San Antonio and at New Orleans who do you believe will meet in the Western Conference final I'm going to tell you I'm wrong on the Phoenix Suns Uh, I underestimated this team this team is really good, far better than I gave them credit for. And it's not just the record of being 63 and 16 where they could wind up at 66 and 16, but you have to just look at They've done it with Chris Paul in the lineup. They've done it without him. So I think Phoenix is the one team there. On the other side, Mike, how about your Mavericks? They're playing awfully well right now. You know what? I don't believe in this team. Mm. I, I love. Well, I don't believe in the Jazz. Okay, you... hold on. I want to go Denver. Okay. I, I love Jokic. I think, by the way, I hate to call him Joker because I think of Joker Novak Djokovic, mm-hmm. but Warriors injuries are a problem. Inconsistent. Memphis, I think there might be a little bit too much ball watching when Jaws in there at times. You can get 16 to 1 on the Nuggets to win the Western Conference. I don't know if they're going to win the West. I don't think uh-huh. they can beat Phoenix, well, but I get think to the finals. finals, yeah, you can hedge off. Yeah, I think, I think you have to take a shot with Denver here. Can the Spurs make any noise and get into the bracket? They're going to be the looks like the 10 seed, maybe the nine if they can catch the Pelicans. I, I don't think so. No, no. These teams I'm ten games fan. below five hundred. It's my guy, man. I'm a big Greg yeah. Popovich fan, but no, they're they're not going anywhere. Give them credit for. Hey, how about last night? 
They went into Denver. Killed them. Killed them. Straight up. Great word choice. Suns at Clippers tonight. They took care of the Lakers last night. They're at uh, at the Clippers tonight. Clippers, a short home favorite. I'm all two and a half. Total 226 and a half. Yeah, this is interesting. No book tonight for the Phoenix Suns, but this team has got good depth. This uh, interesting spot. They're on a back-to-back here. Took care of business early against the Lakers, so not much of a problem. I don't know how much the uh, Suns really are going to be engaged in a game like this. It's pretty easy when you're sitting with the best record in the NBA by a large, large margin over everyone else. I think this is one where I would either look at the Clippers or stay off this game. Let's talk NBA draft quickly Yeah. Uh, before we end this segment. Odds are up for the overall first pick in the NBA draft. You've mentioned Jabari Smith. He's even money right now. Chet Holgram, plus 165. Paolo Banchero, plus 275. Jaden Ivey, 50 to 1. Keegan Murray, 100 to 1. Johnny Davis, 200 to 1. I would go Chet Holmgren right now. I, I think he's going to be the draft pick. As It's funny you brought this up because I was looking at a bunch of draft things and I see everywhere he's going number one. Uh, I think it's going to be Jabari Smith to Orlando to kind of work on that court. But I think Holmgren's performance against Jalen Duran in Memphis and then that other game, uh, I think it was against Arkansas where he had about seven blocks, uh, double-double uh, elsewhere. So I think he's a guy to pay attention to. Do you agree with that pick? Would you pick Holmgren first? Oh, God. I I think I'd go Jabari Smith. I, I love his ability based on the way the game is played today. The Masters tees off tomorrow, Amal, and there is still time to get betting intel from our experts. We'll have a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus future bets and matchups in our Masters Guide, available now on vcin.com. We also have best bets from the host of Long Shots, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and special guest... SVP, Scott Van Pelt. Sign up today and get full access to VEASAN through the Masters, the start of the baseball season, and the NFL draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. When we come up, Champions League and some baseball futures. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Look for three letters, Z, Y, N. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Mango, or Amal's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one ranked nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. 15 minutes from now, we'll welcome in our buddy Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer and betting analyst for Yahoo Sports, as he appears every Wednesday on our program. Amal want to talk some Champions League. Yesterday, Atleti, Atletico Madrid, played a very defensive game. They went into the Etihad. Came away with not the worst result. one nothing Man City. They'll go back next week to Madrid um, to play the second leg of that match. And then... Give credit to Liverpool. They went into Portugal, where teams haven't been able to do so before, and put up three on Benfica, winning three to one, and now return match uh, in England next week. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think uh, Liverpool is going to move on. They're too dominant. They're too good. I think Manchester City, same thing. It's going to be tough uh, to get past them. But when you look at the matchups today, Mike, you have to favor Chelsea, in my opinion. You know in these four quarterfinals, three of them are heavy favorites. Munich, a heavy favorite over Villarreal. But Chelsea and Madrid, uh, Real Madrid, uh, are close. Uh, Villarreal on the three-way today, plus 425. Bayern, minus 175. Total three and a half here. Uh, Favorite shaded to the under. Let's talk about the second match. Chelsea, Real Madrid. Uh, This is from Stamford Bridge. We saw Real Madrid... In their previous matchup with PSG, go into Paris and concentrate only on defense. They were criticized heavily in the Spanish media for that. 
Mbappe scored late, one nothing PSG. PSG gets the first strike when they return to Madrid, but then three goals in the last 30 minutes for Real Madrid, and they advance in a shocking result over PSG. Now they take on Chelsea, and it begins in England today. Yeah, the PSG, speaking of which, real quickly, I don't know if there's a team that has more talent that fails to deliver at this big spot every time. The Spanish clubs have always done well, particularly Real Madrid, Barcelona, as we know. But remember, these two teams met last May, uh, and it was... It was a tremendous performance overall by Chelsea against Real Madrid in that one, just giving up the singular goal in the two matches. Teichel's team ends up winning the Champions League. Um, but I think this is another situation where Real Madrid is just not quite as good as they are. Sometimes it's the name on the jersey that people uh, kind of pay attention to. I don't, I'm not thrilled about taking Chelsea on the three-way line here. But How about the total? I would go under. Two and a half is minus 145. Here's some interesting things. First half is one. Mm-hmm. Total of one, minus 170 to the under. Ah. I think Madrid's going to defend. You can get Real Madrid not to score plus 170. I, You and I talked about it before we came uh-huh. on air, and I like that play under. I think there's a strong possibility that Chelsea could get a clean sheet. Remember, they played terribly against Brentford the other day. They oh. gave up four goals in that Maybe one. they were looking ahead to this match. That's a possibility. Look, the reality is they're not going to win the Premier League, so now you have an opportunity. Uh, very uh-huh. easy to get caught up in that. I like the goaltending matchup here, Courtois against Mendy. I think this will be a very low-scoring game. I'll have a play on it later. All right, here's a good one. Would you rather? Let's do this with baseball futures. I'm going to skip the first one because I know your answer. Uh, (laughs) I want to hear the question since you know the answer. Well, which ticket would you rather have? The Yankees to win the American League at plus 475 or the Astros to win the American League at plus 475? Oh, the Astros. I know your answer. I should have said Yankees. Here's here's one now. (laughs) Which would you rather have? The Brewers... To win the NL Central, minus 165, or the Astros to win the West, minus 175? Good question, but I'm still going to stay with the Strohs here. I think, uh, you know, Josh mentioned it yesterday, St. Louis is a viable candidate. The one thing is, to me... I think this question is, what it boils down to me is, do you think the Cardinals are better than the Angels? I do. I I don't even think that's really much Mm -hmm. up for discussion, in my opinion. Um, But what about the people will say the Mariners? Come on. <laughs> I'm with you on that. You already told me Hanniger was an aberration last year. He That's really where is. it starts and ends call with him, when, doesn't call it? Call me when Mitch has another great year like that. Which ticket would you rather have? The White Sox over 91 and a half wins or the Braves over 91 and a half wins? Who's coming up with these questions? Britton Hess. H-E-S-S. He, well, he, he's usually known for good questions. Come on, Britton. Are you kidding me? Give me the White Sox. Which would you rather have? The most regular season wins by any team over or under 103 and a half. I'm going to go over. I said the because Dodgers, Dodgers. win 104. No. I think San Francisco takes a huge step back. The Rockies. Do you like to bet the bet the the Giants not to make the playoffs at even money? Well, the problem is how many teams we have getting in? Seven. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, it hurts the Grom out too. That kind of factors into that bet because you're handicapping the rest of the National League. Real quickly, when you look in the NL East, you got three teams: NL Central two, and the NL West potentially three. Right, so mm-hmm. they got to be one of eight. Six. There'll be six teams. The third wild card. I'm sorry, three divisions. Yeah, the, not, there were not, the, the, no. That yeah, was yeah, one of the it. options. Was 14, and they they decided two, on 12. 12. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. You got six teams. I mean, six spots mm-hmm. for eight teams. I, I mean. It's going to come down to them, St. Louis, uh, them uh, Mets or Philadelphia or Atlanta, obviously one of those teams from the East. Which ticket would you rather have them all? The Mariners to make the playoffs at plus 170 or the Twins to make the playoffs 
at plus 175. What are you going to do? Make me eat my words because I just criticized the M's and Mitch Hanniger? I got to take a decent the, question. Uh, no, That's it's a, a good decent. question. I got to eat my words here. I, I got to take the Mariners at plus 170. I don't think the Twins are going anywhere. I hate their pitching. I really hate the Twins pitching. <laughs> I don't think that. It's awful. Look, I think the Twins are lucky if they finish third in that division. Now, this one, I think I know the answer because you think this guy's going to be the MVP, but would you <laughs> rather have. Yes. You're alone on that island, Josh Tower says. Francisco Lindor over 28 and a half home runs or Bobachet well, over 20. I, I want to be like everybody else on this network. Put in 800 plays, and then when I get one out of 700 right, I can seem like I'm sharp. So you're going with Lindor? Yeah, I will. Okay. What, what do you think he hits? You think he hits 35? Well, remember, if you go back three years, mm-hmm. he had three straight years where he hit over 30 homers. This guy's capable of going 30 plus. Remember, they brought the fences in at City Field a couple of years ago. He's got to be, he'll be healthier. I think he'll be more effective. Bichette's going to get great protection in that lineup. I like him a lot. Which ticket would you rather have? Both of these are to win the Cy Young at 7-1. to one. Would you rather have Shane Bieber to win the AL Cy Young or Corbin Burns to win the NL Cy Young? Oh, give me Bieber. That's the ticket I bet already. Yeah, I, I like Bieber, I Bieber a lot. Eight I think to he's one. terrific. Of these... Uh, I actually think that Peralta's going to have a better year than Burns this year because you, you can't underestimate pitching in the three-hole compared to the one-hole with who you match up against during the season, the course of a season. Which ticket would you rather have, the Brave to win the World Series at 10-1 to 1 or the Astros to win the World Series at 10-1? to 1? Astros. I, Mike, can I go back to your Burns comment for mm-hmm. a second real mm-hmm. quick? To me, the one thing in the National League there's going to be a major adjustment on is if you look in the first six innings, you're almost guaranteed two outs in every you know, cycle of the batting order, right? Because you had the pitcher in the first five innings. I always say you can count four of the first 30 outs, the pitchers. Yeah, absolutely right. I think it's going to be a different dynamic now when you've got a hitter in there that's just not easily. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, the person batting in the nine hole can easily make an out, but I think it changes the dynamic for National League pitchers where in the American League, there's never generally an easy out in the lineup. I don't think they're adjusting these. And I'm just going by tomorrow's numbers, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a handful of games tomorrow. Um but these National League numbers at eight, Reds, Braves at eight, Pirates, Cardinals at eight, I don't think they're adjusting them up enough without the DH. Padres, D-backs, eight and a half. I hear what you're saying, but I think the reason for that lack of adjustment right now is we're, we only have a three-week spring training. Pitchers are expected to be far ahead of the offenses at this point. The uh, Josh Towers told us it's the other way. The pitchers are going to be behind, that the hitters will be ahead in the first two weeks. I, I had a you, question on Twitter today. Are you going to be betting first inning no's because of the abbreviated spring training? My answer is no. I'm less likely to bet them right now because the pitchers have had fewer uh, fewer starts, fewer innings in spring training. All right, which ticket would you rather have? The Mariners over 83.5 wins or the Angels over 83.5 wins? Same division. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go with the Angels because I love their 2-3-4. I think they have the best 2-3-4 in baseball. That'll be able to carry them for a little while. The mm-hmm. one thing I like about the Angels is if they are in contention in July, they have the money to go make an acquisition or two. I think that could help them out down the stretch. Which ticket would you rather have? This is for AL Cy Young. Shohei Otani at 18 to 1 or Justin Verlander at 16 to 1? Can I pass on either guy? Yeah, but but which ticket would you rather have? I Otani cannot get enough starts. starts. That's exactly right. That's the right. problem. Not if he's going to be in the lineup every day. And is Verlander going to be healthy enough? I like the other guys on that staff at 100 to 1 compared to Verlander yeah. at, at what? Eight, 16, 16 to, to 1. 1. Yeah. Mitch got Otani at 25 to 1 for Cy Young. That's not high enough odds. It's, it's, listen, he doesn't make enough starts 
he, he's got to make more starts. And I thought last year, I didn't even think he should have won the MVP. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, before we get on the air tomorrow, um, well, well, we're on the air, but the early game tomorrow, the kickoff to the Major League Baseball season, Brewers at Cubs, Burns against Hendricks. Any early thoughts? Uh, I like the Brew Crew. What's the price, though? Yeah, I, I got, we'll look for a price on it here. I like Bieber against Grindke at 110 Pacific time from Kansas City. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to our friend Frank Schwab. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more Masters Insight? Check out VEASAN's Long Shots podcast today. The dulcet tones of Brady Cannon, the brimming self-confidence of Wes Reynolds, and the sharp tongue of Matt Humans have a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus future bets and matchups. Download the Long Shots podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. While you are there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Mall Shaw. It's 11.30 a.m. Pacific on a Wednesday. That means we welcome in our buddy from Yahoo Sports, Frank Schwab. How are you, Frank? Good, good. How's it going, guys? Congratulations on the Milwaukee Bucks, NBA champions. Are you betting the Bucks as the favorite to win the East? You can get them as high as plus 250 around town right now. A little short for me. I still do like the Heat. I think that that's a, a tough team, good team, but the East is so good. I mean, it, it's almost like it's this weird thing in the last few days of the season of who wants to avoid the two seed in the Nets, right? Like the Bucks played the Celtics. I think it's Friday, and who both teams are going to be trying to lose that game because neither one wants a two seed. It looks like the Heat definitely going to be the one. So weird, weird end to the season here. I, I don't know. I like the Bucks. Obviously, they're good. They could do it, but plus two fifty in a deep East like that, I, I can't sign off on. Frank, I don't like your answer, so I'm going to switch topics. Uh, let's go to the <laughs> NFL here. I want to ask you about this trade between the Eagles and the Saints. I don't understand what the Saints are trying to do to move up and get a second first-round pick this year. I feel like defensively they're still very solid. I like Dennis Allen as their coach. But they are we, are we convinced Jameis can lead this team? Where do you look at this team, and how does this benefit them in the short run? Last time they did this, they drafted an average player in Marcus Davenport out of UTSA. Wow. I don't think he ever paid the dividends that Sean Payton and company expected. Look, unless it's for a quarterback, I would never be trading future picks for picks now. You're not getting a good return. It's just, it's a bad investment. But the Saints are this impulsive team. They always have been for 10 years, whether it's the cap or trades or drafts or whatever. They just live for the now. And, and part of that's okay. I get it. But of all years, when you looked at this year and you're like, okay, the Saints are entering the offseason, $75 million over the cap. Maybe it's finally time to take a step back. But nope, nope. They're just maxing out that credit card for the future. They're going to keep doing this. I don't get what this trade really does. And look, maybe I'm just totally wrong about the Saints and they're going to stick it to me. But I think that could be a top five pick next year. I really do. I don't think the Saints team is really going to be competing that much. I know their defense is fine, but I think Sean Payton had a lot to do with their success. Got everything he could have out of that roster last year. I don't know that Dennis Allen can do that. Oh, know that Jameis coming off an ACL is the answer. So you just gave up, let's just say top 10, I think, pick. I, I don't get it. I, for what? If you're go, look, if you're going to move up. If you love Malik Willis or something, you want to move up to get a quarterback with those two picks. But that doesn't seem to be the case. They're just like, oh yeah, okay, we got an extra first round pick. Great, we're going to draft a offensive tackle. Well, I don't know that the return on investment. Is very good. 
Frank, let's stay with the NFL. Uh, you know, a lot of steam in the draft betting now on this Trayvon Walker, who was nowhere listed in the top 10 or 15 a month ago. Now is the second choice to be the overall number one pick. Do you still think it's Aiden Hutchinson or could it be Trayvon Walker? No, I think Aiden Hutchinson is, he's, he'd be my guy if I'm betting right now. I think that he just fits everything. He's safe. I don't think, I, I think there's, there's a, a really high floor with him. So I think if we're going, yeah, things could change. We don't know what these teams think or anything, but I, I do, I, I believe that that's going to be. Mike, another wrong answer by Frank, but let's stay on this one. You mentioned Hutchison. I didn't even know he played against Georgia. Look, I still love Kayvon Thibodeau, Frank. This guy is an absolute beast. He's the best player in college football based on by his class year every year. And now all of a sudden, oh, you know, he's got this and he's got that. What? You don't want a guy that performs. I, I don't understand the pushback on Thibodeau. Obviously, you, you're tied in with the NFL. Tell me a little bit about why maybe there's pushback on him and what is it that – with Hutchison, I, I, look, he played great against Ohio State. He had a great year. But to me, when you can't deliver against those SEC tackles, those are the guys you're going to be facing on Sundays. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fair. I, I mean, look, when you're facing the SEC, that's basically the NFL's JV at this point. You need to produce, and he didn't. But I still, I think he's still the guy here. Thibodeau, I don't know what it is. There's just a lukewarm, like, I don't know if he burned bright and people found, you know, they pick apart his game after a while. It's it seems what happened to every guy who's like, a, you know, a sophomore who's like going to be a top 10 pick. But by the time he gets actually to the draft, they pick him apart so much. He falls a little bit. I, I don't know. I like him, too. I, I really do. I like Thibodeau, too. I think he's going to be a really, really good top 10 pick for somebody. But I, I don't. He's just he's just falling. For, he's just one of those guys who, who NFL teams have picked apart and decided, no, this isn't a guy who can be the number one pick in the draft. Frank, you've uh, sent us some of your baseball futures this year, and you see to be high on the Minnesota Twins. You like them over the 81.5 wins, and you like them at 5-1 to one to win the AL Central. I ask you, what do you find inspiring about Sonny Gray, Bailey Ober, Chris Archer, Dylan Bundy, and Joe Ryan? You know, some of those names are good at least. I, You know, Sonny Gray's always been a solid pitcher. I've always liked him. They went, got aggressive, got Carlos Correa. I think they're going to keep buying. And if you look, the, the Minnesota Twins were a pretty good team before last year. I don't know what happened last year. They fell apart. It was weird. It was it was just it, it's almost inexplicable how bad they were. But I don't think that was them. I just think they they got behind it. It snowballed on them. I think they could win, especially in that division, win over eighty one and a half games, and then five to one is just a value play at that point. If something if the White Sox hit some injuries, they could they could stumble a little bit and let the Twins back in that thing. The Twins have been you know for the past five years or so been a pretty bankable team aside from last year a lot of those pieces are still there i think they're gonna mash a ball byron buxton if he could just stay healthy i know that that's the bugaboo but if he could stay healthy he could be a mvp candidate i really just like what they bring to the table like what they did in the offseason adding pieces that you know the korea was the big catch but adding a few more that can really help them out you know a guy like bailey over could take a step forward i Dylan Bundy, maybe he is an innings eater for them. They did. They had some really smart, good moves, and some of it is just a fade on the rest of the division. Do you like the the Tigers, the Royals, the, the Guardians? Like who is really winning games in that division other than the White Sox? So pretty easy schedule. So I'll take the over on them and just five to one is a value. We know Dylan Bundy's an eater. I don't know about an innings eater. <laughs> Talking with Frank Schwab, senior NFL an, uh, writer and betting analyst for Yahoo Sports. I'm all. Uh, Frank, I've been a little bit harsh on you so far today, so let's continue that trend. <laughs> Joe Musgrove, come on, man. And I'll Cy Young. Love it. Oh, help, help me Love understand it. this. I'm, I'm not a Joe Musgrove guy. 
Uh, how, he how is, me understand that one. Look, he, he had his breakout last year, 29 years old. He's been actually good for two years now. 2020 just was kind of weird, so nobody remembers it. But for two seasons now, he has really been coming along. Padres are going to be good. Look, if you're going to win one of those major awards, you got to be on a good team. And I think the Padres are going to be good. Like they, they, I don't know what happened to them last year. They underachieved. But they're going to be contenders again. They're going to be in the spotlight because they a lot of big names. It, it, Musgrove faded a little bit, but if he could just correct that, maybe it's a little conditioning. Maybe it's adding another pitch, something like that. I think Musgrove, 25 to 1, it, it's good odds. I, I Look, I'm not betting chalk when it comes to MVPs and Cy Youngs and stuff. So Musgrove, 25 to 1, I like the value there. I think he can have a monster season. What about Freddie Peralta on your Brewers? You picked the Love Brewers Peralta. to win. The, I got Peralta to win the Cy Young. How about that? A number, yeah, number three starter on a team, you know. When you when you have three Cy Young candidates, we don't even talk about Josh Hader as a Cy Young candidate. Hey, I the, look, I'm being a homer, I'll admit it. I'm a lifelong Brewers fan. They're my number one team, but I'm punching a World Series ticket on them because I just said, you know what? If it's ever gonna, if they're ever gonna make it back to the World Series. Last time they made it, I was six years old, by the way. It's gonna be this year with that pitching staff, and maybe Christian Yelich finds whatever he lost after the 2019 season and they have some hitting too but i love the brewers this year the fact that you bet the number three starter on the milwaukee brewers with cy young says something about where that team is right well with flaherty out you can argue they have the best four pitchers in the division including hater frank you're not the you're not the uh, senior golf writer but you do have some masters picks for us yeah just kind of chalky on that since i'm not a a golf expert or anything i'll bet john rom any tournament he's in where he's more than 10 to 1 i think he's at 11 12 to 1 right now cam smith another one really good odds he's about 16 17 to 1 i think is where i got him like him like the way he's playing so you gotta have some action on the masters i'm not betting tiger all these people out there betting tiger it's like love tiger tiger my high school classmate anaheim western represent but no i i don't people just flushing money like i don't I do, if he ends up contending after all he's been not playing since that car accident, it would be one of the great sports stories ever. And I'm not betting you know, even money on a, a great sports story. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Frank, you bet Coach Cal and the Kentucky Wildcats at 12-1 yeah. to 1 to win the 2023 NBA title. Do you think St. Peter's loses too much that they won't have to face them again? <laughs> Avoid avoid St. Peter's in the first round. You're fine, Coach Cal. Look, I hate betting Kentucky. I don't really like Kentucky. But when you look at, look, whenever you're betting a future this far out, I want to bet something where I can say, these odds might get cut in half with just one headline or two. Oscar Shibway comes back, player of the year. They'd be the easy favorite. Shane Sharp, a a kid who is a top 10 NBA pick, but keeps saying he's coming back to Kentucky, redshirted this year because he graduated early. He comes back. They're even a bigger favorite. They're going to be active in the transfer portal. I can see Kentucky being four to one by the time we talk next time because it's not going to take much for them to add a little bit. They got guys coming back too. They add a few things. No real clear favorite. I, I would love Kentucky at twelve to one going into next season. Deadline's April twenty fifth for guys to declare. You mentioned the two names. You're absolutely right in the sense that if uh, Shibway comes back and Shaden Sharp, Mike, if he comes back, John Cal said he could be the first pick in the 2024 draft. So, oh, excuse me, 2023 draft. It yep. remains to be seen what he chooses to do here. So, Frank, thanks for the time once again. Good luck with the Masters this weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Houston, 15 to 1. How about that? I like them a lot. I think this is a dangerous team. Made me look at the look at the, the future markets yesterday. All right, when we come back, we still have to discuss the NHL and our picks.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Golf season is here, and Bet River Sportsbook is your home for hundreds of golf betting options. Hit a hole in one this week with new specials on Bet River Sportsbook. All week long, place pre tournament wagers to win money towards free bets when your favorite golfer has a birdie, eagle, or better. Download the Bet River Sportsbook app or visit betrivers.com to take part in the biggest week of golf all year long. Terms and conditions apply. Visit BetRivers.com for details. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, no plays today, but you did uh, win with your Stars lesson. That was actually a pretty cheap price when you think about it. And they got the face of our law off. Well, the Islanders have played so many games. They look like they were out of gas in the first period. That's exactly. And so I thought this is a good team to bet against until we end this season. 
Uh, to me, I, I didn't really love anything. I'll probably end up on this game with you on Chelsea, and I'm probably going to take Real Madrid to not score plus 170. I just thought it was a pretty good opportunity based on the uh, number there. Of all the teams to get me last night, up two to nothing late in the first, the Bruins at Detroit. I didn't know they were up two nothing. Two to nothing. Nadelkovic has been playing terrible, almost as bad as Grice. The Bees are up two to nothing, and the and the Red Wings come back, score the next four, and that knocked out my parlay. Tell you what, you're fortunate last night, and I know it didn't matter, but didn't. in the Shark Tank. San Jose down one to nothing the whole yeah. game. By the great defensive effort by both teams there, and then uh, Mike Smith had a great pass to Connor David, Connor McDavid, and then one on one, you you feel pretty good with him. I watched him play Sunday night in Anaheim, the the Edmonton. I mean, he's just so dominant, dominant on the ice. But you know who I didn't know was as good because he played in Buffalo, who takes over a game when he's on the ice is is Eichel. He's I mean the the difference between the Knights and they've been double shifting him because they're yeah. short. But the difference with him on the ice and without is stunning. And they've won five in a row. We're going to talk about that. I have one play. Three units. It's this Champions League game at Stamford Bridge. I think Real Madrid will employ the same tactics they did when they went to Paris. That's all defense. I'll play it under and a half minus 140. I also just bet this. Uh, no goal for me, Real Madrid. In other words, uh, over under a half goal. Under a half goal, Real Madrid. Not to score today. Plus 170. I like no goal in the first 32 as well. And you can bet the first half under one. It would take two to beat you, but you got to lay 70 cents juice. All right, Amal. Let's look at the night on the ice. Maybe we can find another player two here. Interesting game in the East. The Lightning currently at the three seed in the Atlantic. Go to Washington to take on the Capitals, who are the second wild card right now. But no real fear of anyone coming up from behind them. I think they lead by 14 points there. Uh, Vasilevsky in goal tonight against Ilya Samsonov. Both these teams all have lost two in a row coming in. Lightning a pretty short road favorite here. $1.40 with a total of six. Yeah, Samsonov has been confirmed here. Uh, I think Tampa bounces back. Vasilevsky did not play well in that game against Toronto. He's got to play better. I don't want to... Oh, it's 140 I thought it was 150 That's 140. not a bad, that's that's not a bad price. Yeah. Uh, not a bad price here with Tampa. Do you expect Vasilevsky to bounce back? He had a miserable game against Toronto the other night. Maybe his worst of the year. He did, and you're right about that. I, I do. I mean, think about this. Before that game, the last time he had given up more than three goals was March 10th against Calgary. If they get the three seed in the Atlantic, um, the Lightning, do you still feel comfortable with them? they got to be on the road team probably throughout the whole playoffs here. Uh, I still do. I think this team has proven it. Uh, I can't remember the last time a team had won back-to-back championships in any sport and they've gotten less publicity or less credit for what they've accomplished than this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Or or less attention for the goaltender. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's move on. We'll go to St. Louis now. Game goes at 5 p.m. Kraken at the Blues. Blues took care of business against the Coyotes the other night. They've won two in a row. Currently the three seed in the Central. Krakens are eliminated. Grubauer, it looks like Bennington. You got Bennington listed tonight for the Blues, Amal? I do. Uh, He's been brutal. They had to pull him the other night in Edmonton. He gave up four in the first. Huso got him back in that game. They went to overtime 5-5. Edmonton got the two points, but they did salvage a point there. Uh, they're going to be a big favorite at home tonight against the Kraken, who are really tough to score. This game opened 220, up to 245 with a total of six. Uh, pick them on the total side. Looking somewhere else, uh, it says actually Huso's expected in this one. Mm, I saw Bennington listed as confirmed earlier. Uh, well, it makes a difference to me. I'm not betting them with Bennington. I don't care if the Kraken can't score against anybody else. They might put up three against Jordan Bennington right now. What happened to your boy? He fell off quick. That was very quick. Very, very quick. Uh, Huso and Ned, I think they roll this one out. You'd have to take a look at the puck line here, though. Minus a goal and a half, assuming uh, Bile Huso plays in this one, uh, plus 110 with St. Louis. Vegas Golden Knights are hosting the Canucks tonight. 
as recent as two weeks ago, Amal, you could have got the Knights at plus 250 to make the playoffs. They've won five in a row. Uh, they're currently one out behind Dallas for the second wild card. The other teams in the West still in play, though, in the division as well. Um, the thing about their race with the Stars is the Stars have two games in hand. Dreiger going tonight, not Demko, for the Canucks against Robin Leonard. The Knights, from $1.60 on the overnight up to $1.85 with a total of six. I got Margaret Thatcher Demko going. I got Dreiger confirmed. Well, okay. You know, All right. but I uh, had Demko earlier. I just saw the switch. Okay. Uh, to me... This is crucial. I was mad Sunday. I didn't play this game. I liked it under. I didn't end up getting on this game, and, I, and it ended up with a 3-2 game here. Um, God, 185 seems like a high price for BGK, though. I liked it at 160 on the overnight. I thought it was reasonable. I, I don't want to lay that Which, price with BGK right now. I would have been more apt to take Vancouver in that spot. I, I mean, to me, at plus 155, you have to take a look at the uh, Canucks here. Do you like having Leonard back in net? I do not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just not a big Robin Leonard fan. He's not been the guy that he was a few years ago. Knights have been very tough at home, even when they were losing all those games in a row on the road. Uh, Flames are at the Ducks tonight. And I know I don't like to lay big numbers, but maybe this is when you look at the puck line. Markstrom against our guy, John Gibson. Remember, the only game they won was with Stolarz in that over the Coyotes. How about this? Gibson on a personal 10-game losing streak, 10 games in a row. He's given up three or more goals. He gave up he gave up four to Edmonton the other night just in the first period alone. The, 275 for the Flames, but do you play him? At the puck line on the yes. road here, minus 105. Total them all is six. You have to take a shot on the puck line here, minus 105. Gibby's been in trouble. And the yeah. other problem is when you look at it from an Anaheim perspective, you mentioned that game against Edmonton where he gives up the four in the first period. He gave up 46 shots. That's way too many shots you're giving up to the opposition. I like Calgary here, minus a goal and a half if you're going to play this one. 275 is too high of a price on the road. Yeah, I look at the puck line here. Uh, one more game here. Red Wings are at the Jets tonight. This goes at 4.30 Pacific. They're on a back-to-back off that win off Boston. Nadelkovic went last night. It's going to be Grice tonight. Grice. 8-12-1 with a 3.76. Hellebuck does not have a good year, but still a huge favorite here at home. Last I looked, they were 290, uh, 295 now with a total of 6.5 shaded to the under. Yeah, I'm not taking Winnipeg at a $3 price, and I'm not coming back with the Wings either. I thought they had a good comfort behind victory last night. Um, not a big – you said Grice is going to go? Grice, yeah. Yeah. I, just stay away spot completely. All right, All right let's talk some baseball. Sounds Got a good. handful of games tomorrow to open up the Major League Baseball season. Wrigley Field gets to be the site of the official first game. Corbin Burns for Frank's Brewers taking on the Cubs. Kyle Hendricks gets the start. Brewers, a $1.60 road favorite, total of 11. Looks like the wind's blowing out. Yeah, it's a little bit surprising that they already have this number decided on the total. Usually you see it day of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, if you're going to play the Brew Crew, you got to go run line here. Remember, they're a road team, and uh, if the wind is blowing out, generally expected to be far more offensive. But Hendricks, to me, is one of the more underappreciated pitchers in baseball in terms of what he's able to do. He's not a one or a two. At a three or a four, he's been outstanding. He's always been consistent. But you and I talked about Burns. Uh, we both think he's tremendous. I like Milwaukee here. Three games at 1 o'clock. Mets still haven't named a starter. For tomorrow, it'll be Corbin for the Nats. So let's skip that game. Mets are 130 favorite with no starter listed. The Guardians, the Cleveland team in Kansas City. Good pitching matchup here. Shane Bieber against Zant Greinke. Bieber only $1.18 on the road to Mall with a total of eight. Yeah, this is, a I think, a fairly cheap price for Bieber here. Greinke, to me, you know one thing with him. Even if he pitches well, he's going to be a six-inning guy. So I think that's the challenge there with him. And, and at this stage of the season, he's not even going that deep. But... Uh, I think Bieber's a tremendous pitcher. You and I both have immense respect for him. I look at the tribe here. What's the to- Do you have a total? Yes, eight. 
Eight shaded to the over. You can get even money on under eight. You know, this is not my favorite ballpark to bet unders in, but boy, I, I think with these two pitchers, it could be a defensive game. I'd look, if you can get a four in the first five, I'd probably look towards that. Maybe four and a half would be an ideal number. 115 Pacific from Bush Stadium in St. Louis, the Pirates at the Cardinals. JT Brubaker, your opening day starter for the Buccos <laughs> against the Fountain of Youth, Adam Wainwright. Wayno laying 205 a mall. 210 here now uh, with a total of eight shaded over. Run line uh, St. Louis here. Or I, I, I don't think they're making the adjustment in the National League. I know it's the first game, but I don't know that this game should be an eight with Brew Baker pitching and with DHs. That yeah, doesn't exactly. seem right to me. I, I tend to agree with you. Um, five o'clock in Atlanta. Defending World Series champions. Braves take on the Reds. Molly for the Reds. Freed for the Braves. Braves also a 210 favorite. Total of eight shaded to the over. Yeah, no, no play on this game here. I uh, want to see how this Braves team responds. Acuna's still probably about three weeks away from getting back in the lineup. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. I'd like to see the Braves get off to a fast start. You, you, let's do Wilder right. You tell me a number on this game. Astros at Angels. Otani against Framber Valdez. What's your line on this game? Shohei probably a dollar twenty or dollar twenty. You're exactly right. Shohei a dollar twenty total eight and a half. Yeah, I'd go with Valdez here. I like the plus price on Valdez. I do, too. One more game. Padres at D-backs. You, you. Uh, minus 155 against Mad Bomb. Eight and a half. How about over? It's not even a question. <laughs> that game should be a nine, shouldn't it? it uh, the, to me, it should oh, be it's definitely nine. It's nine here in some spots. Yeah. It was eight and a half minus 120 earlier this morning. All right, thanks for tuning in. We're getting looking forward to the Masters tomorrow morning as well as opening day of Major League Baseball. Up next, betting across America. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.